0: Welcome to the Crypto Assets and Blockchain Podcast. for giving me the opportunity to speak here a little bit about, I would say, a completely different use case of blockchain technology than to many of the other projects that we've heard about here uh, today and yesterday. Uh, IP chain is for the protection of intellectual property. And maybe let me start out because that's something many people are not really familiar with, the term uh, intellectual property. What do people associate with that and what does it represent? Basically, intellectual property is everything that you create if you don't use your hand. So right, that could be art, music, videos, code, 3D art, uh, photos. Uh, but it also represents inventions. Uh, intellectual property can also be scientific research. So these are all things that we want to address. And we are not basically we are not creating a system here. We are using something that's out there. Um, we are building on top of a legal system that's in place that's uh, following guidelines by the World Intellectual Property Organization which is a chapter of the United Nations Uh, and we've been in touch with with all the leading players in this field already because it's so important because as I said we're building on top of something here and I will show you a number of use cases where it really makes sense to use blockchain technology Um, yeah background Uh, we are a project uh, that is essentially uh, being come up with by inventors and uh, scientific researchers, Uh, that's where we are coming from. We are actually having had these problems, uh, challenges that we wanted to address and didn't have the tools to uh, and we want to change that and using blockchain technology is just the right way to do that so uh, let me skip here our team and so on and come to our partners Um, and as i mentioned before we're working with a number of the leading players in the field of intellectual property so first and foremost is the world intellectual property uh, organization which as i said is a chapter of the united nations and they lay down the rules which all the patent offices in the world have to follow We also have as a partner Denemeier Group, which um, may be known to some of you. They are the largest IP law firm in the world, and they also (coughs) headquartered worked in Munich. So they they are German, but they are active on five continents uh, and and real big. Um, We are also working with a number of organizations that represent future users, such as the Marie Curie Alumni Association and many others, like the Vision 2020 Network. And these represent uh, EU programs for scientific research, Uh, There are 80 billion, for instance, in the 2020, Vision 2020 uh, program. So, also let me skip the intellectual property system, because that's something uh, that I would like to invite you to read up on in our white paper. We try very much to educate uh, users about what we do to avoid misunderstandings. Uh, But let me say, there are a number of unsolved challenges that innovators uh, are facing. So uh, the practical application of copyrights: so when you create something uh, like art, like music, like videos, uh, like in-game content, that's something that automatically belongs to you. You don't have to ask anybody for that, right? But the problem is, you have to prove that you are the person who has done that, invented that. You know, in the beginning, you were the first to do that. And how can you do that um, if you are? Uh, have a case where you are in uh, some kind of uh, court situation where you have to prove that you did it first Uh, you can bring witnesses and you can rest assured that the other side will also have its own witnesses Uh, you can show that you maybe have some documentation that you did in your company or back at home Uh, but again who can say when you came up with this Um, so there is uh, the problem of practical application you have to have definitive proof and nothing is easier than uploading information to the blockchain and then using that timestamp as proof. So that is uh, in itself uh, a huge, huge, huge benefit compared to what's been out there as uh, ways to to protect what's yours currently because when you upload it to a web page, even when you upload it to Wikipedia, you can change it later. And as soon as it's changeable, at a later point in time, Uh, You know, the the other lawyer will will say, okay, that's not valid proof. Uh, There are defensive publications, so if you don't want to file a patent, if you're just happy to remain, you know, to have that freedom to operate in academic research, that's the way to go. Usually you use uh, scientific journals for that. But uh, let me tell you, I mean, I, I got a small company doing biotech research. Uh, it takes years to really bring this from the idea stage to a point where you can release an article, an article that is being accepted by leading journals in this field. And they may even reject it, not because it's a bad article, but maybe it doesn't fit their own agenda uh, currently, or maybe they release it in half a year. So, all during that time, you're not protected. So, there can be other researchers, um, maybe having their own articles made up, or corporate researchers filing a patent. And if you want to stay protected, what can you do in terms of uh, defensive publication? Um, I can tell you, you put it on, on the blockchain again, and using IP chain, you can make sure that it's seen by all the patent offices out there. Uh, they are going to to use that as prior art, in the prior art research, and that's the reason why we are in close contact with them, to make sure that all the information that's on IP chain is accessed by the patent offices, uh, and we will also provide that data to the patent office's own meter search tools in case they have them. So that's also part of our white paper where you can see the technical uh, setup for this. Um, then also another, uh, I would say, very important challenge currently in terms of intellectual property how to safely share that. Um, I mean, again, we are not changing the system here. I think it's, it's much better than that. We are taking like, you know, real-life problems and making it much easier for either uh, the professor wanting to, to share his research with co-workers or companies, exchanging information. Uh, and we do that by hosting it on the blockchain, anonymously, we don't publish it, it's just there, safely stored, and once you share it with another, you just send out a link, and that other person can access the link, but only after signing an NDA that's again stored on the blockchain. So that's that ensuring that everybody can see that they accept it, that you have the rights to it, and so on and so forth. And the same regard, uh, regards also the transfer of IP rights. So you can sell music, videos, 3D art, paintings, photos, whatever, using our system, and we can document that as well. So and, Um, And maybe some of these points I already mentioned, Uh, blockchain is the solution because it's quick and cost effective, it's incorruptible, and it's flexible. So our system uh, is going to be designed in a way that we can use any blockchain, so we are not limiting ourselves, we are using Ethereum for now. Uh, There may be a time in the future where there are other suitable blockchains that we could use uh, in case Ethereum transactions get too costly. Um, or I maybe even see a future where uh, the WIPO and the patent offices may come up with their own blockchain solution and maybe that's also a point I would like to make here we recently been asked by a number of people that there seems to be a Chinese project with a rather similar name they just added a C in their IPC chain um, basically what they are doing or seem to be doing uh, it's not much happening there uh, they make some blockchain fork and, and hope that other people or other companies will use that so that could be a blockchain that we use but we won't because I, I don't believe in the project and if you check out their web page you won't either it's it's not very informative and with lots of mistakes um, so blockchain database who is it for and what do we do uh, if we have to keep it simple, uh, we want to provide a proof of authorship, we want to thus protect intellectual property, we want to make it possible for you to safely share what's yours and also document the transfer that is giving you a marketplace to sell and trade that. Um, and who is it for Uh, that's that's a broad audience we are addressing here Um, it's it's unlike i think many of of the technical solutions that we've seen in in the last hours and days where you have a very narrow focus actually our focus is is very broad so we have the inventors which could be either from the corporate field or the private field scientists artists Companies even because trade secrets—that's that's that's a huge deal. Uh, Companies, of course, they have the money to file patents, but it doesn't always make sense to, or it's not always possible. Think of the Coca-Cola formula—how important is that? So, giving people, companies, the chance to really safely store that information or to publish it and by that protect it, I think is is going to be a huge use case. And uh, whenever I talk to to any. Uh, authorities in this field they they all are very amazed that nobody has come up with it and i have to be honest I'm, I'm also quite amazed because like I said I started out with this because I wanted to be a user of a system like that and imagined, hey that's like the easiest use case you can have for blockchain technology because proving that something has happened you know and making it impossible to modify that that's like uh, that's the essentials of, of blockchain technology so Coming back, it's, it's protecting, sharing, transferring, and search, which is added here because we are going to be used as a prior art database by all these institutions such as patent offices around the world. Um, we are there for inventors, scientists, artists, and companies, and obviously the lawyers and so on, uh, these uh, that we work with, we're working with universities, we're working with other organizations representing users, and we want to, of course, give them the benefit of having high usability. Uh, and we, we are working uh, to offer our service for a huge number of different types of intellectual property we listed some of them here um, it may be even simple ones like hey you have the problem like I mentioned before that if you put something on a website it's not going to be regarded as proof in front of court uh, and how can you change that where well, you can extract that information and upload it on IP chain but that's a lot of work so we want to make it more simple you simply enter a, a web address, and we upload that web page onto IP database. So that may be simple to you, but the thing is, in legal proceedings, that's like you know uh, the, the, the minimum thing you have to do to be safe. Uh, we apply WIPO standards, the same standards that are being followed by uh, European patent offices. Uh, we also use international classifications. That is to make sure that all the examiners can find the information that we offer in our database. Uh, we will offer uh, direct access, as I said, to these meter search platforms by uh, patent offices if they have them and if they want to use them. We will also offer, of course, a web-based search engine. Uh, and obviously, like uh, you know, the, the, the basis for all of that is blockchain technology, uh, which we are using and I think putting to a slightly different use than the other projects out there. Um, and I know, and we we, often get you know mentions of other projects that do uh, have certain aspects that maybe or may sound similar to what we are doing but as far as I know there is nobody out there who has this focus because uh, we are first and foremost focusing on on the legal perspective here and that's something that's often misunderstood that requires maybe some prior knowledge um, but that's essential to I think many of the people sitting here Uh, And we are developing a number of use cases. I would also like to mention that we have uh, Kagler on board, uh, one guy who is working for uh, Good Game Studios, which are very famous here in Germany. It's the biggest German. Uh, gaming developer uh, they developed uh, I think or they have players uh, of around 300 million who used their games on their mobile phones and he's going to help us develop a use case for instance just specifically designed for game developers just to show we are not only about universities and research although that's where we are coming from and where I think IP chain is going to be highly relevant Um, I see we have now 4 minutes, 50 seconds left, so I assume you all have questions, I would be happy to answer them. What does the process look like if I have an invention or if I want to store an image or whatever in in, in your database, how would I do it? Well, you have obviously to to access that you probably have uh, to register as a user and then you can differentiate between the different types of intellectual property and each will have a different, so to speak, uploader uh, which will be different because if you have a scientific article you have to provide more information. For us to make that information easy to find for the patent offices, whereas if you just upload a file or something, it's going to be a little bit easier. You have to make sure that you, uh, in the beginning, uh, decide whether you want to make it like uh, you want to publish it, make it openly available for everyone, and if so, then you probably want to have, want to add keywords or something like that. So it's going to be different for every kind of IP that we have, and uh, we will start with. Uh, 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 I would say a very basic version in the beginning around the time of the ICO where people can already use our service in exchange for our utility token, the IP chain token um, and we're going to add to that until we reach like the, the final release you would never say final when it's about software uh, but the way it's currently planned and that's going to happen I think end of 2018 at the very latest please Well, excellent use case and excellent presentation Thank you. Um, but I just want to ask what is your final business model? So how are you going to make money? You just mentioned in the last sentence that you're like using the, the token you are making. But I mean in order to, to grow and make a real business model, I mean, a lot of people in the real world want to pay with real money. So you like offer change models later on for the token or how does it work out? Uh, That's an excellent question. Um, The thing is of course what we will do in the beginning is we will stick to the token. So we do have our ICO so there's the possibility for many people uh, to have these tokens available but as you said there will be some people who are not maybe so familiar with tokens as such uh, university researchers and so on companies. Um, I think we will uh, differentiate it very strongly between private users and professional users. Uh, there are services out there uh, without blockchain technology that, for instance, just focus on scientific publication, IP.com, for instance. Uh, they charge you, um, um, I'm on camera here, I'm so very sorry if it's uh, wrong, but uh, around 250 to 350 uh, euros for that service. We're going to be much, much, much cheaper than that. Uh, but there is the possibility that we adapt the pricing differently you know, to uh, the private field and the corporate field and maybe at some point uh, if, if it's needed uh, we could also accept other currencies digital ones or, our, or, or, or fiat for our services but that's something you have to be very careful about because you are doing an ICO right you have token holders and you have to protect their interests as well so it's going to be about also promotion uh, and I think we differ from many projects out there who are just focusing you know, on the technical side, we are dealing here also with the legal side and to some degree with marketing because we want to make sure that our services as we offer them are useful to the community uh, so that's the reason why we work with so many uh, corporations, uh, uh, parties that are representing different users, universities and we are also working with university to integrate our services into their intranet so then we will charge the university and not the actual user, and that would make it possible for a lot more users to actually use it without worrying about tokens and so on. Okay, uh, I think the thank one... you for the presentation. Um, who are your advisors on the TIC, or do you do it yourself, or is it? Uh, well, actually, we, we show a, a huge number of our team members on the webpage, So we have a number of advisors, uh, I think very well uh, experienced in terms of ICOs. Um, They help us through to this. this. And we do also have a number of uh, advisors uh, coming more from like the legal side of things. So we have a former WIPO director who worked for WIPO for 26 years uh, who advises us on how to best approach all these organizations and so on. Yes, please. Um, Yeah, I think you mentioned that you um you're going to use uh, Ethereum for that? Do you use the Ethereum network or the Ethereum like, uh, technology? No, 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 the Ethereum network. It's just about a matter of, of uh, having you know, the possibility of enough nodes that you say, OK, it's a secure network. Uh, theoretically, there could be others in the future. We are not restricted to that. It's a very flexible platform. So, but like an um, addendum to that question, um, so your service will be that you like, sign messages and um, put them into the your block. Technically speaking, that's something that I have to refer, uh, because we are running out of time already did, uh, to the white paper, and we can discuss it later. but very simply put, uh, we are going to host the file using Internet planetary file system, uh, IPFS, and store the hash on the blockchain, because else it gets too big, the data is just too much. So, uh, sorry we we run out of uh, time here. I'm really happy to answer any questions afterwards and thank you very much.